You are now listening to the Griot's Black Podcast Network, Black Culture Amplified. This episode is supported by FX's Dear Mama, the saga of Afeni and Tupac Shakur. From award-winning director Alan Hughes, this deeply personal five-part docuseries shares an illuminating saga of mother and son. She was a revolutionary, intellect, and leader in the Black Panther Party. He was a rapper and political visionary who became known as one of the greatest rap artists of all time. FX's Dear Mama premieres April 21st on FX. Stream on Hulu. What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to Dear Culture, the podcast for buying about the culture. Uh, it's one of a podcast here on the Real Black Podcast Network, which features a ton of black content for you about all manner of of cultural phenomenon all the it displays how excellent we are on a constant daily basis you make sure you check out the other shows on the real black podcast network but here at dear culture here at dear culture we get into it we break down and talk about different aspects of people and places and things that are doing awesome stuff and today is no different we are going to talk to somebody who created a game that celebrates hip-hop um and drinking responsibly but celebrates hip-hop we are celebrating 50 years of hip-hop uh all year long here at the griot and probably everywhere else you're paying attention to black cultural phenomenon um so if you will please put your hands together for a person who created a drinking game that is a hip-hop trivia and argument game i keep saying drinking game but we need to focus on the fact that it's 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 a it's a community game it's a party reason. game. There you go. Party it's a game. party yeah. game. It's a community game. It's a game that allows you to debate and argue the way you do in your group chats in person. I'm assuming when you do live events, there are fights that break out. See, any Fast and Furious movie except the whack one with Jaw Rule. So please put your hands together for University of Dope co-founder, creator, A.V. Perkins. How are you doing? Hello, hello, hello. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. You know, it is a sunny day. That means spring is around the corner. So I'm just, I'm, I'm ready to be outside. More outside. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> spring is spring is sprunging around here. And um, that's a beautiful thing because that means there'll be more gatherings. Like people already gathering a lot, but now there's going to be more gatherings. So there's more opportunities to play your game, which I know happens often. Then this is going to, you know, go against the grain. But I'm going to say Drake got to go. He already been around long enough. He had his run. And um, I'm a DJ, so I think I should know. <laughs> so let's start at the top here. For one, um, tell me about the game. Then we're going to get a little bit into your background and how we got here in the first place. So tell me about University of Dope. Okay. University of Dope, our tagline, it is a disrespectful party game for hip-hop lovers. So that's why I talked about, like, hey, we use party games instead of drinking because then there's those that one person or 10 people, whoever, oh, I don't drink. That's fine. You know, I love kombucha go. too. I don't even think Swiss beasts don't drink. He can play, right? <laughs> drink and get your wheatgrass, whatever. But our game is not trivia based. It's majority rules. So that's another thing that we, you know, we questions that we get from people like, oh my gosh, I don't know. They get intimidated thinking they need to be Fab Five Freddy and know all of the history of hip hop to play. And you don't like, if you've watched 106 in Park with AJ and Free or TRL, Video Music Box, you know, shows like that, you have a working knowledge of hip hop, you can play. 
So our game is majority rules, not trivia based. All you gotta do is know how to read the room, literally. Facts. I mean, I'm I'm somebody who's played this game. I have it, obviously. There's a copy of it back there, the packaging back here. Um, you definitely do not have to be a hip hop head to play. You have to have an opinion to play. Like that's exactly. effectively what it comes down to, right? Like you need to be somebody who has an opinion and is willing to stand on that or at least be able to hold up a card that says A, B, C, or D. That's what that's you got to be able to do. And I tell people, just like how you didn't know the answer in school, choose C. If you don't know, if you went in doubt, choose C. That worked for me in college. It will work for you in this game. So let's talk a little bit about your story and how you got here. I love like your personal bio where you say, if Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg had a baby, I need you to explain that. Um, yeah, please. Let's So let, break down your bio. And I want to ask you one of the corniest questions of all time from one of my favorite movies of all time, because this is a hip hop party game. So courtesy of Brown Sugar, when did you fall in love with hip hop? All right. So I'll answer those back to back. So with oh. Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg having a baby and being me, my background is originally in film and television, doing props and set decorating. So I've always like worked with my hands, making stuff, being crafty. And then eventually that led me into blogging. And that led me into doing on-camera work for HGTV, apartment therapy, and other home and garden type of uh, platforms. So that's my Martha Stewart side. Like I love making, you know, crafts, cookies, recipes, all of that jazz. Now my Snoop Dogg side is University of Dope. I love hip hop. I am a child of the culture. I'm gonna I'm gonna start using that child of the culture. I like it. But go. yeah, you know, I'm I'm a child of of the culture. So I appreciate both. And when people hear it, right? Like if you hear them separately, it sounds crazy, but they get a well they get along so well it makes sense. So if you know her, you know him. And if you know him, you know her. And thankfully they have not done too many things problematic where it makes my brand problematic. You know, they gave you just enough spice, you know, between prison time and we don't love these. They both done jail. They both done jail. They they both, they both got street (laughs) respect. Exactly. But it's like, it's not, you know, she did like a little bit of fraud, right? Not like killing people. So it's a little bit, you know, so it's enough. We're like, oh, Martha, we love it. And, you know, Snoop's been pimping, but we, it's like family friendly. So (laughs) (laughs) family friendly pimping. Okay. All right. So when did you fall in love with hip hop? What's where, where's, where's that part? That part. Okay. I think I usually say it's my, my brother, my older brother hazed me into, um, loving hip hop. I, you know, being an older brother, he's like, my sister, you need to know the lyrics of songs. And I was just like, I was just a casual listener, like other people were. And with that, I just, you know, always having it around me. Um, I have family members who, you know, performed, been in the industry, doing various things. So it was just kind of like starting to like osmosis into my household. So that is how I fell in love in a nutshell, how I fell in love with hip hop. We're going to take one quick break here. And when we come back, we're going to talk about how you created the game Mm -hmm. and how you all came up with questions, because I have some (laughs) I have some funny observations about that. So stay tuned right. right here on Dear Culture. All right, we're back here on Dear Culture. I'm talking to A.V. Perkins, one of the co-founders and co-creators of University of Dope, a hip-hop party game that allows you to argue and debate the things that you were talking about your friends with, but for entertainment and joy purposes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have a couple questions. Well, one, how did you all create the game? And how did you all come up with some of the questions? Because 
I noticed there's there's a lot of nods to like pop culture. Like for instance, like the the nod to Dylon, 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 like the, the Chappelle skit and stuff like that. But yeah. so many of the questions have nods to things that have happened that everybody, whether you are a hip hop head or a music head or whatever, are very familiar with in some way, shape, or form. So how did you come up with the game? How did you all come up with the questions you all were going to put into the game? Well, these type of conversations is what Marion, my business partner, and I would discuss anyway. Just like in some, we would go in rabbit holes just discussing hip hop. And we've been doing that for years. We met in college, actually. And that's where the term university of comes in because we went to Central Connecticut State University. Shout outs to CCSU. And one day she came to visit me in Brooklyn from Connecticut. And I asked her if she can name all the members of Wu-Tang. She said, yes. I didn't believe her. I said, okay, can you name them all after consuming adult beverages? And she said, yes. And we thought this would be a great game. Like we need to play this game. And we figured the RZA is a genius and he's already created it. So we Googled Wu-Tang drinking game. It did not exist. So we were like, we got to make it up because we are our target audience. So that is how we first came with the thoughts of the, the game. Like, what would we like to see? Here we have a diehard Wu-Tang fan, like a fanatic. You got RZA, Jizza, OZB, Inspector Deck, You God, Raekwon, Master Killer, Raekwon. You said Raekwon twice. Literally, like, you know, be the change you want to see in the world. I suppose, right? So that is that is what we wanted to see. And when it comes to the questions, you know, we we have a certain tone of how we speak. So like like I mentioned before, the tagline is a disrespectful party game for hip hop lovers. So we are saying things that you know you're saying with your friends, right? People have been arguing about Ether versus Takeover for. 22 years. Half of our lives at this point, right? You know, so it's it's been a long time of of even like those type of debates and who's the greatest of all time and who wouldn't be this person without this person. And, you know, we wanted to give different, like you mentioned, nods to uh, culture because even though, yes, it's like hip hop and it's rap, it's a part of an entire culture, right? Like it comes down to, we have a card, we have a couple of cards dedicated to like hip hop fashion. Right. Because hip hop is not in a bubble. We have a card dedicated to, you know, adult beverages that people usually consume when they are in participating in the culture. So, yeah, we just have all of those things. So it's like our love letter to all y'all. But we, we want y'all to laugh with us and us to laugh with y'all. How hard was it to put a game together? Most people probably have no idea what it takes to do this. I mean, it I know nothing about this process. It is learning curves like you wouldn't believe because her and I, we, our background is not in gaming. <laughs> Hers is in event planning and business. I'm in communication, art, film, along those lines. So that's where like the creativity comes in. I do the marketing and the press. She does operations. So us coming together, it's, well, one, figuring out what you're good at and whatever you're good at, just let that person like handle it. So that's where I do this and she does that. Make sure we have decks. I make sure people are going to buy them at some point, right? So that's kind of like with that. But what we were doing when we first, first started, we had a list of rappers that we were like, okay, we would like them to be in the game. So we don't want to forget anybody. But also we would keep track of how many times, like on a spreadsheet, how many times they were mentioned. 
because like yes we do plan on creating other decks for like regional areas because we do have a no we're from the northeast so northeast kind of like slant but that's where hip-hop started anyway so you know go write about it to your parents i don't care right (laughs) we'll we'll get to everybody else in its entirety in due time but now today fast forward six years later it is a good balance because it was before it was very much more like heavier on east coast and then also it was harder it was a harder game so we had to focus on we want to make it fun right because we're not a trivia game we so and then we realized there's some people that may not be as popular to the general masses of hip-hop consumers right because there there's the people who are like they know every single thing they know every Man, you have you got in this game so you still got some of those you still got some yeah. of those things that but, people like who? when you got in the game so okay you guys in the game but it says like wu-tang next to it so you could kind of put two and two and three together right but like mf doom is not in the game see what i'm saying so right. it's like that and then also even with that we had to set up a range of time of who to be in the game so they're not too old like rakem is in the game right. um curtis blow is i believe he's still like in there he should definitely still be in the game right so it goes as early as that but it does like it kind of cuts off with like drake big sean uh kendrick like that incoming class j cole because we realized Future, we were putting I think futures in here futures in here yeah right. so there's some right. outliers right <clears throat> right but it's like but the chunk of people are golden era so even gotcha. though you know like you know um kumo d like they're their karis one but there's a little bit more like the block is a little bit more tighter for the majority of the cards between you know like golden era new jack swing like that kind of time up until now now there's some folks who are in there like cardi cardi's on the card but we decided that okay if cardi stopped making music which can very well happen because she's been on one album <laughs> she can very well stop making music people will still remember her so she's like Facts. on uh, a card but we card but we made the mistake in our first iteration we have people who are not making music anymore on a card hmm. and okay. that makes it difficult for us so that's kind of like how we had the idea of how we were strategizing with putting people in the game and then we just started making questions and plugging people in who make sense in those questions and making it fair because like sometimes when for for instance our most controversial card is erase one person from hip-hop history biggie yes. Nas, jay-z or tupac right now this people who which don't i pulled out part. by the way because i'm like who does yeah. that like what what are you what are you what are, that's like a fight question <laughs> it's a we're villains right <laughs> mistress of mayhem um but yeah we have that card and there's people who don't want to answer it and they'll say something like oh i'm getting rid of vanilla ice and it's like this reason why vanilla ice is not on that card because that wouldn't be fair to vanilla ice because everyone would just pick them so our other cards we design like that too so people who are kind of like grouped together they are in similar bracket so you said you like you all made a list of like rappers that you wanted to be in the game but i imagine rappers you sent the game to and stuff like that so i'm guessing a lot of people who are in the game have received copies of it or or vert not 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 always um not not always because sometimes people are just hard to reach right yeah so i was gonna go that's where i was gonna go like what's been the response in general to it because i you know i've so i know people who, who have this game 
I've played it. I've seen people play it. It's fun, right? Especially because it's not trivia, right? It's just debating and arguing. You know, you can you can play the same game 30 times in a row and have a completely different outcome every time, depending on who's playing. Like, you know, you play this twice in a row, you don't know all the answers already, right? So it's it gives it a it's a breathing living game and stuff like that. So what's been the response? And I know you all do like you all specifically go do like game nights for people and stuff like that. To so tell me tell me about all that, the response and how that part goes, like yeah well we have the experience yes the experience we have a friend his name is june archer and he has a show on this is 50 and some of his interviews he will ask people questions from the game best song about strip clubs a i'm in love with a stripper t-pain b pop that french montana c tip drill by nelly or d bands that make a dance juicy j to pop that it's a very surreal experience to see people who inspired you with their art, with their work, living their life, their truth. They have inspired, inspired us to create something. And then you kind of like see it go back to them. It's almost like playing tennis. It's like volleying back, right? And then, or is that volleyball? Whatever, I'm not a sports person. Um, <laughs> it goes back. It's going, you know, it's reciprocal. And seeing them react to their name being on a card, right? And they're like, wait, what is this? This is great. So there's a really warm, um, really warm reception from them. And then there are there have been times when artists have gotten a hold of our game and talked about it on social media and we have no idea how they got it. And like early on this happened, I believe it was, oh my gosh, it was Ninth Wonder. To this day, don't know. This was literally like in our first or second year. Have no idea how he got a, a hand on the game. He like posted it on uh, one of the cards on his Instagram. And it was a one gotta go, Black Thought, most deaf talib kwali and comment right and then there's see you see people commenting in his comment section and black thoughts there and everyone's like reacting like what is who's thinking of this what is this so it is good to see it's still getting out there in different ways yeah no that's dope and it's it's that's a very cool experience to have right when the people that you're talking about are literally weighing mm-hmm. in on the thing i mean i don't know if, i don't know if black thoughts gonna get in there and say yo to live gotta go but you know what i mean <laughs> just to be like well you know he may not say it in the comment section but i know he done leaned over to, to, to quest and said something probably you know what i mean <laughs> oh absolutely you, you know absolutely they're arguing about this type of stuff all right we're gonna take another break right here and we're gonna come back we're gonna talk about a big announcement that you all made about this game um recently and the availability of it and then we're gonna we're gonna have some fun with some of the questions on your game i want i want to i want to play university of dope with you and and get your take on some of the some of your own questions that you all have so stay tuned right here on dear culture all right we're back here in dear culture with av perkins talking her hip-hop party game university of dope now you all recently and it was this year in 2023 made a big announcement about the game and its availability please share that i don't want to take that please share that announcement that you all made we are now available in target stores nationwide every target we are available the first card game dedicated to hip-hop culture is now the first hip-hop card game in target nationwide during hip-hop 50 like clap for a heavyweight champ me right yeah congratulations yo that's like that's a big deal for one everybody goes to target and two it's like people 
see i can't i can't imagine what was it like for y'all seeing your creation like in target so it was one of those obviously if you are creating it's a surreal experience but we also knew it was coming so you're like holding on to it so you can't tell anybody for months and then it was its rollout was the first week in january but our surprise was people started seeing it in stores before christmas oh yeah so you know the first person who saw it and sent me a like a a screenshot of it or a picture they were in vegas so now it's even more amazing because we're based on the East Coast. So the first sighting is way out there. So it's not regional. Nothing wrong with regional because if you're in there, you're in there. Right. But, you know, it's the flex feels bigger, right? It's like, oh, first in Vegas, right? So there's there's that. And then also seeing the pictures coming of people seeing and taking pictures with the game. And I tried to go to Brooklyn Targets and get it and it was gone. They were sold out in Brooklyn, so I haven't even got, got a chance to see it on the shelves in Brooklyn. I had to see it in Connecticut, where my mother lives, and and it's it's very rewarding. I mean, that's so cool. For one, I'm proud of y'all. Congratulations. It's a big deal um, to have something that you created raised to the level of a national distributor wanting to place it among all these games and things in, in their store. That's, that's a really big deal. But it also makes me wonder, like, there aren't a lot of hip hop games in general out there, are there? Like, I feel like you would probably know better than most. Um, correct. There, uh, there, there aren't. Like, there's some that it's more so black culture, right? And black culture is not necessarily synonymous with hip hop culture. But there, there are right. a lot of overlaps. Like, I would not, you know, this is ours, but we share. <laughs> we do share hip-hop with the world but other parts that are black culture like specifically like us and other diaspora teams right so yeah there's other games that are more so like even like culture tax i i love them that is there's some things that are like hip-hop related but it's definitely more so right black culture related with that um with that tie-in and there's other brands like that um as well like what advice do you have for people who are trying to build something from the ground up and a grinding and hustling through it to keep going? Like, what's your advice for, for entrepreneurs and those who see what you all have been able to do and are trying to get there? There's two schools of thought uh, when it comes to entrepreneurship. There's some people who are like, okay, do what makes money, right? Which is, which makes sense because we're not here for charity, right? So wherein, let's say you decide what's something popular, I don't know. Let's say someone makes me want to make a, a nail shop. But if you have no interest in doing nails, that may be difficult, especially when you don't have the capital to hire people to do that part. Now, if you have the capital to say, hey, I want to just go into money generating activities. Perfect. Now, if you have to really DIY things yourself in the beginning, definitely let it be something that you are passionate about because that is what is going to keep you going. Like if I didn't like hip hop at all, this would be a very difficult thing. If I didn't like my team, <laughs> that's another part, right? Working with people that you like, admire and respect because life be life in. And <laughs> in six years, <laughs> life be life in. And in six years, we have all seen different points of our lives you know kids marriages or i got no kids but kids marriages deaths like things have happened that can 
mental health issues, like things happen, but you have to be able to respect the people that you work with and know that what you're doing is bigger than your individual self, but you still need to honor your individual selves. Okay. Good advice. Just do Good it. advice. Just do it. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, that's yeah, typically my advice it. to most people. Like if you have something you want to do, you need to be doing that. Like if you want to achieve yeah. success in it, it needs to be the thing that you're able to focus on as much as humanly possible. And you gotta, you gotta love it. Now you, you gotta love it in a way that, you know, it sustains you. Cause I think most of us are probably not, don't have all that money where we can dump money into the thing and hope it just brings back more money later. I think most of us are probably on the other, the DIY end of it, where it's like, you're so you need something. to have that passion for that motivation. Time for a quick break. Stay with us. All right, we're back here on Dear Culture, and we're about to play University of Dope, which is cool because we're doing it with one of the creators of the game. So let's hop into this. We're gonna so people can get an idea who don't know what this game is all about. Let's let's hop into this. So I'm gonna ask you some of the questions that you have here. Now, since it's just you and I playing, we're not gonna use the ABC Dear Cards, but I want your take on some of this stuff. So we're gonna start with with one of my favorite questions to ask people, and I have an answer that's not on your card, which led me to a suggestion I had. So you're stranded on a desert. You're stranded on a deserted island. Which album would you listen to? A. Black on Both Sides by Most Def. B. The Miseducation of Lauren Hill by Lauren Hill. C. Three Feet High and Rising by De La Soul, which you can now stream. Mm-hmm. Or D. The Chronic by Dr. Dre. Which one are you listening to? I'm listening to The Miseducation. Yeah, I'm I'm going with that. Lauren, she she gave us a healthy blend of everything, right? It feels like this is not saying other the others are not a complete album, but I feel like Miss Education is very much a complete album body of work. So yes, I'm going to decide. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so which one are you choosing then? Of the ones that are here, I'm taking black on both sides on most deaf. Which is okay. odd because The Chronic was one of my favorite albums for like ever. Mm-hmm. But as I got older, I got tired of the profanity, like being like, I don't know why, like my age has turned me into like my it ears does. changed. It, it, it definitely does. It definitely, your ears definitely change because I experienced that as well. Like sometimes I can't listen to um, album cuts. Like, cause I mean, one also just growing up, I listened to a lot of like radio edit. Right. And I just having this conversation recently, like how some songs, they were completely rewritten for the radio. Completely different so songs. Then, right? No keys. Like you really could have just left it like that, but alas, I'm not going to censor your art, but. All right. So here's a, here's another, here's another question that, that you have that I'm going to su- make a suggestion for y'all. You can have this for free. For another card, whenever you decide to make an upcoming card, you're performing at the Apollo. Which song are you singing so you don't get booed? And by the way, this is from the Anatomy of R&B pack that you all mm-hmm. released as well, which is, is that yes. also in Target? That is not in Target yet. Okay. We are working and manifesting on that. But the R&B deck is available on our site and Amazon and different like okay. brick and mortars across the country. Got you. Okay, so... The options here are Never Would Have Made It by Marvin Sapp, We Fall Down by Donna McClurkin, Shackles by Mary Mary, and Melodies from Heaven by Kirk Franklin and the Family. Mm-hmm. Which song are you singing so you don't get booed at the Apollo? Melodies. Melodies from Heaven. That's my jam. Melodies from Heaven. 
So here's the funny thing. I, and I guess I'm probably I'm probably doing that one, too, because I feel like more people are going to sing along, making it harder to find a reason to boo me. Mm-hmm. But this made me think of the fact that, like, which one of these songs would you actually play in the club? Right. So there was that video of somebody's <laughs> melodies from heaven playing in a nightclub and mm-hmm. the dude like the real brolic looking dude singing along. And it actually started a debate in my own house about like what songs every every black person should know. But I've also been in a club when when like um, DJs will randomly throw on like Kirk Franklin stomp. Or, yeah. you know, like, like you hear like, like songs where people just start singing along. And I'm like, I wonder what, like, the never would have made it remix that hit like TikTok or whatever, like that joint would jam in the jam in the club, right? So I'm like, which mm-hmm. one of these would actually get played in the club is like a break. I've heard renditions of Melodies from Heaven. I know you've heard it too. And it kind of cuts in Crush on You. Yes, I have. Oh. Yes. Oh, exactly. So it's like, wait a minute. So I think Melodies will definitely like play in the club because they're already doing it with <laughs> with the Crush on You remix. And I think the first time I heard that, it was Kirk Franklin himself. So <laughs> that man is Puff Daddy. For the there Lord. You go. Yeah, you, you so, fa- yeah. facts. Yeah, yeah. Big time. All right. So here's a here's another question that I thought was funny because you're missing like the most obvious, most important, most mm. important option on here. So okay. best music video shot in the rain. This is one is also from the anatomy pack. Mm-hmm. Uh, Icebox, Omarion, Summer Rain by Carl Thomas, Umbrella by Rihanna, or Rain on Me by Ashanti. And how in the world is Ray J's One Wish video not, not so, on here? So here it goes. I knew you were going to say that, right? Now, I told you how we have the list, right? We also have the algorithm on how many times people can be on a card featured and then sometimes it kind of like gauges with like relevancy or whatever right ray j has his own card <laughs> mm. so of his very own card i think I, I it's best i think it's like best ray j video now in the card one wish is on that card but i do respect the that thought but we debate about this all the time to make sure everyone is kind of like fair because we put there who we gonna take out shanti you know and she's capped out too so yeah time for a quick break stay with us and we're back you could do so this is the other thing that i thought i was like you know what i would have just done i would have just written in on this one like we got to write in ray j because mm-hmm. that's clearly the best music 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 video shot in the rain i was like what if there was a write-in a write-in line on some of these cards so people could they argue are. that so there are you have to look you have to look through your deck before these purple boxes came in our boxes were black and white and something happened it was like an old manufacturer and the manufacturer added two cards that were blank it had the label on the back but there was nothing on the front so we were just gonna like okay we're gonna play they didn't charge extra but that was a mistake from the manufacturer so we played it off and say hey y'all can make your own cards so that is how that started. And you kind of have to be agile and pivot, but that was literally a mistake. If you have the OG deck, the blank cards are literally for no reason. So now we incorporated the blank cards where you can make your own question and we set it up where, you know, if it's a one gotta go, you fill in your four, whoever you want to do, and you know, other questions like that. But we do make it so you can fill it in. Which one which one's the best music video? Icebox, Summer Rain, Umbrella, Rain on Me. That isn't obviously Ray J's one wish. Icebox. Yeah, I think I have to go with that one too. Yeah, and even if Ray J was on that card, it would still be Icebox. 
Well, no, <laughs> no, no. It no. would. It would. Absolutely not. Dude, One Wish is not only one of the greatest videos in the rain. It's one of the greatest videos, period. It's such a ridiculous video. That's why I love Ray J so much. Because Ray J yeah. was like, man, I am I am going to be... Like, he leans so heavily into the ridiculousness that it just, it's enjoyable. The Ray J experience is an enjoyable one. But Omarion told people he was a refrigerator. You know, like, that's ridiculous, too. Okay, (laughs) fair. But in One Wish, he asked, the song is One Wish, and there's like 14 wishes in the song. I counted. I wrote an article about this where I literally went wish by wish Mm -hmm. on all the wishes he has in the song. Yeah. Wish you be best friends, be there to the end. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair. Last question, and then we're and last question. We're gonna take a break. Which crew would you choose as teammates on Family Feud? A. Dipset. B. Cash Money. C. G. Unit. Or D. Rough Riders. Mm. Rough Riders. Why Rough Riders? I mean, it would have to be all of them. So this has to, you know, make sure like the locks and everyone is Eve, everybody drag on. Uh, I think it would be really a uh, fun, like commentary. If I was with G unit, I feel like we wouldn't even be like a family. Somebody would fight. Right. So we can't be a family on family feud. Dipset, Dipset, Dipset is cool. I just feel like they're not going to answer the questions that need to be answered. Right. And then cash money. I don't know. I don't know why I wouldn't put them to be Family Feud, but yeah, Rough Riders, I feel like I would get, we would get some answers and actually have a shot at, at winning. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going like 2003 Dipset because that seems like the most fun group of individuals to ever be around. Uh, they might never answer, but it's going to be a lot of shenanigans on that stage. Yeah. Uh, and that's good for TV. Rough, they feel like they're too serious. Everybody else feels like they might be a little bit too serious. I feel like Jada would answer a question and possibly get them right too. Styles P, they, they go might be serious, but if I'm on I family, I feel like P- now they would. I, I agree. Like the version of of like Rough Riders that would exist with the locks now, hundred percent. Like they would. Yeah. I mean, Jada Kiss got things to sell. So does Styles. So does Styles. You know, they, yeah. they legitimately have businesses. They need to make sure that you know that they're the kind of people you should buy things from. So they're yes. gonna be on. They're gonna be on their p's and q's while being entertaining. All right, well, we're about to take one last break, and then we're gonna come back with my favorite segment on the show. Where we get into some black fashion, some black recommendations, right here on Dear Culture. All right, we're back here on Dear Culture with Av Perkins, and we just played uh, a little bit, gave a taste of playing University of Dope. Now, usually there's more people. Everybody's on a hundred. So it's probably arguments and all that kind of stuff. We were just answering questions, politely responding to one another's responses. Uh, My group chats are completely different than everybody. Nobody cares about anybody else's opinion. We just argue. We didn't even get into Um, the pop quizzes either. The pop quizzes where things get real dicey. But yes. (laughs) Fair enough. Well, we're going to do one more question because I think this is probably one of the kind that will start all kinds of arguments. And I'm curious about your own response. And it's one you mentioned earlier. So... Erase one person from hip hop history. A. Nas. B. The Notorious Big. The Notorious B.I.G. Excuse me. C. Tupac or D. Jay Z. Who are you, you getting know, rid of? I'm getting rid of Jay Z. Um, such an interesting just because if I have to get rid of one, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. Or you know, I can I can go between. Depends on how I'm feeling that day, but I definitely can go between Nas or Jay Z. So um, for for different reasons, one. 
I like to shake the table. So I know people are going to be like gasping, right? But that's how I generally feel. But we leave our questions open-ended for, you can get rid of them for whatever reason. Like Jay-Z made the rent in Brooklyn grow, go up. How about that? <laughs> yeah, Fair. he did. Okay. He did. Built Barclays right in the middle of the street. Now I got to worry about that. It's the rock. No, it's the rent. So <laughs> I like that. I I don't know who I would get rid of. I mean, I honestly, I would probably get rid of Nas, but I think that's also the wrong answer. I guess there's no mm-hmm. real right answer here, but like Biggie is like one of the few rappers that even today still manages to impress me when I listen to songs. Like I'm still impressed with him mm-hmm. lyrically on kicking the door. I can't lose that in my life. Yes. Right? Tupac for me is Tupac. I mean, I'm a Southerner. Tupac was one of our, you know, like it just, I can't, if I get rid of Tupac, then I get rid of the legacy of Tupac and everything that came along with them as one of the most important figures that ever existed in like pop culture. I don't know if I could do that. Mm-hmm. Jay's my favorite rapper. Um, nah, I, I, man, this is a struggle because then I got rid of, I got to get rid of Illmatic. But that also means I get rid of Nostradamus. So I guess there's a, that's not a loss. It's, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's hard. Make, uh, a solid argument to get rid of and keep each person. So it's literally who you're playing with. Like yeah. if you're playing with people from Queens, they may not get rid of Nas. But if you're playing with people from DC, they tend to get rid of Jay-Z. So we're like low-key the hip-hop census bureau. That's our statistical study. Like people in the DC area really do get rid of Jay-Z. I don't know what he did out there, but they not with it. I mean, real talk, you, I mean, you, you just might've said this accidentally. I don't know if you've ever thought about that, but if there's a digital version of this, that people are playing, you literally are like a data collection agency, right? Mm -hmm. Like where do people from certain regions, like who do they index towards and all that kind of stuff? Like that's really, that's legitimately like a data collection um, apparatus that you could have on hip hop. Yes. As we move further with our brand, we we're already like in the tech space using with our live events because people vote using their smartphones. So we are already in the tech space in that capacity. But we want to just go more into it as time goes on while still keeping the nostalgia of a tabletop game. We want to like bridge the gap between tabletop and tech. Time for a quick break. Stay with us. And we're back. Okay, well, that was a lot of fun. Um, We're going to get into some of the other fun things that we like to do here, Dear Culture, which are my favorite segments. And we're going to start with a black fashion, which is a confession about your blackness. Something people might be surprised to learn about you since you're black. Do you have a black fashion? I do. I don't know how to play spades. Yeah, okay. All right. I'm tired of you people not knowing how to play spades while also having sympathy for you people that don't know how to play spades because us people that do play don't really like to teach y'all who don't how to play spades. I don't even know how you learn how to play spades nowadays. You know what? And that's fine because I made the decision decades ago that I wasn't interested in learning. So not only am I not not only do I not know how to play, I'm not going to learn how to play people. And every time I say I don't know how to play spades, people want to start, you know, trying to teach you at the festivities no i want to be by the potato salad and the liquor table i don't want to be be learning how to and books and reading no 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 catch me somewhere else catch me outside how about that yeah admittedly i've never tried to teach anybody who said they can't play how to play like i just 
I'm not invested in anybody else's um, spades education at this point, oddly, which is a shame because I actually want more people to know how to play. Like, I'm going to make sure my kids can play spades so that they don't have to have they don't have to say this on the 2030 version of or 2040 version of, you know, somebody's black fashion. So, you know, they'll be they'll have to pick something else. Generational Um, wealth. Got to break the curses. There you go. (laughs) All right. Well, to counteract your black fashion, which mm-hmm. also is cool because you can't play spades, but you got another game that you bring to the party anyway, so you ain't got to play spades. That's Message. My master plan. This is all because I don't know how to play spades. This is why I started this. <laughs> <laughs> we asked people for a black recommendation, which is a recommendation about something for buyer or about blackness that other people should be up on or that you think other people should be up on. Um, it could be something that you have yourself, something that you're reading, any anything that you think other people need to know about. Um, do you have a black recommendation? My black recommendation is all things University of Dope. All things AV does what? Because that's me. That's my name. Get your deck from your local Target. Get your R&B deck from our site, universityofdope.com or Amazon or our various retailers across the country. We have merch on our site. We are bringing more merchandise, uh, different merchandise to our site, but you can get shirts, hoodies, hats, mugs, all of that. Also, we have our live events that I kind of like touched on earlier. It's called You Dope Live. It is not, um, instead of voting with your choice cards, your ABCD cards, you vote with your smartphone and the answers appear in real time. It's interactive. It's in person. We do it for private events and we also do it for corporate events. We did one recently for Spotify and Diageo and we've done Time Magazine, other you know, diversity groups. So if you want your boss to pay for it, listen, get into it. Juneteenth is around the corner. Black History Month is kind of gone, but it ain't nothing like some guilt. If y'all ain't do nothing last (laughs) month, do it it this month, you know? Do it in March, do it in April, May, June, July, all year. Black History 365. So have your boss pay for the You Dope Vibes because we out here. I love it. No pun intended, but that's dope. Like I genuinely think that's a that's a very cool marketing like marketing plan. It's a way to get these things out there. Everybody who plays it probably like I need to get that my own version of that to play at home. That's mm-hmm. brilliant. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, thank you for being here and sharing about your journey and sharing about this game and playing along. Um, again, it's a great game. Like I love the the debate aspect of it. I love all things hip hop. So anything that that has hip hop at its core is going to be of interest to me and lots of people like me. So where can people find you if you want to be found? And where can people, you know, you already told people to go to Target, but tell them how they can also find out to sign up for these live events and stuff. Like, where where can the people find you? You can go to universityofdope.com for all of the things that I mentioned before. You can follow us, University of Dope, on Instagram, Facebook, but our platform mostly is uh, Instagram. You can find me, A-V, D-O-E-S-W-H-A-T A-V does what on all social media platforms. All you right. see me get my Martha and my Snoop on. You definitely do. Listen, as somebody <laughs> who uh, is a friend of yours on Facebook in these places, like you are not averse to starting a fire and then pouring gasoline <laughs> on top of it. Uh, so come enjoy the bonfire. Okay? <laughs> it's a good time. Yo, that's that's your tagline. Come enjoy the bonfire right there. There's a whole tagline. 
Well, thank you for joining us here at Dear Culture. We genuinely appreciate your time and your innovation. And, um, you know, make sure you check out University of Dope and enjoy yourself. It's a fun hip hop party game. Well, my name is Panama Jackson. This is Dear Culture. Have a black one. <laughs>